0: Thank you. To another episode of sorry no podcast today where unfortunately we would have a podcast bringing to you on your airwaves but we had to go try and see if jesus actually had a job which he does for some people who are listening that's we jesus has a job you, you idiot uh i'm jp we're back aj alex tyler we're here and we are back we had a week off because of just life stuff happening. But we're back, and we're doing fun stuff, Mike. Free agency. So, AJ, how you doing?
1: Uh, I'm doing great, man. You really, uh, <laughs> really caught me off guard with the intro there. But,
0: um, That's my job.
1: Had a, had a nice week to reset, um, but it, it overall has been pretty good.
2: Alex, how you feeling? Oh, you know, it's another day. Um, I did spend the week off reading the Bible front to back to make sure that Jesus did, in fact, have a job, and I can confirm that this is accurate. He did, in fact, have one. Um, but, yeah, other than that, uh, you know, things have been uh, happening. So, uh, you know, that's something. But, uh, yeah. Tyler, have
0: you been told ever that you look like Minnesota Jesus?
3: I think so. Uh the hair kind of, kind of definitely helps. I've been, I've been mistaken for Thor Nyström multiple times. That doesn't is,
0: make any sense at all. <laughs> that's, that's an I know incredible exactly. transition. Number oh, one, Jesus. this the Thor Nyström. <laughs> so number one, backstory. that's completely
2: different. Number two, you don't look anything alike.
3: No, but I look like Thor not 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 Thor Nystrom, but I look like Thor, but we did a podcast together for Score North for about four months, and then when he left, people have been calling me Thor ever since because they just think I'm Thor.
2: Have you considered uh, that they're doing a bit?
3: If they were smart like you, they would be, but I don't think they're
2: smart. Tyler is calling his audience dumb, folks. <laughs> Welcome you back. Heard Tyler, on, you heard it here first. <laughs> welcome to the show
0: tyler's audience we appreciate you listening um kevin is in the the nether somewhere uh we will invite him back later but we have a pretty cool episode here for you free agency is starting in a couple weeks hey kevin how you doing hey what's up nothing much we're ready to to talk some free agents are we recording a podcast right now so no, 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 We're okay. not recording a podcast. We're, okay. we're discussing whether Jesus had a job, and you dumbass. <laughs> look, basically... look, look, look! I just want to ask you, Tyler? Get up. Tyler. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, were you trying to apply
4: that Thor is Minnesota Jesus? Because that was, like, just a completely random
0: segue. I mean, wait, which Thor? Are we talking about, like, North Thor, Thor Nystrom? or Nystrom? We no. need to differentiate, <laughs> to differentiate our Either. Thors
3: um people people miss people mistake me for thor in general on on the show i do that i used to do with thor nystrom so i just think it's funny that's all so they
0: mistake you for thor nystrom not norse thor
3: it's because i look like norse thor that they mistake me for thor nystrom yes but, do they, do they thor think thor you Nystrim and uh, chris look, look alike like
0: norse thor
3: no, he does not. But, but, he but does also,
4: not. also Tyler, has anyone called you Minnesota Jesus because you did not answer the question?
3: Yeah, I, I said I think so. Yeah, no, he definitely did answer.
0: Oh, that. sorry, no. I just heard that. Well, the according to Kevin, according, according to Kevin, according to Kevin, Minnesota Jesus does not have a job. So we
2: or oh, Jesus for that
0: matter or the regular Jesus. Read a Bible sometime. Make sure to no. subscribe
2: to the other show so that Minnesota Jesus can uh, find gainful employment.
4: The <laughs> Minnesota well, Jesus is living on unemployment.
2: Minnesota Jesus
0: is living paycheck to paycheck. He's hopeless.
2: This is the future the liberals want. <laughs>
0: We are, the future, we, are, we are getting Jesus. dangerously
1: close.
0: <laughs> what
1: privilege here? Uh,
0: <laughs> I want. I want it to be known. Jesus did have a did have a job. I, the, guys, most of the people on this podcast believe that Jesus had a job other than Cold Kevin. War but Kevin. But Kevin Get is broke. an idiot. What are we so. doing? <laughs> Kevin is a dumbass. So this is the best like, episode AJ, we've ever done. AJ,
4: you're shocked by this content. This
0: is very tame compared to some of our other episodes. We did a podcast about fishing. <laughs> like this is kind fishing of with Kevin course. Wilson, nonetheless. Fishing with Kevin Wilson, who Pretty Water be, Lake, who might be Oklahoma <laughs> Jesus. No, that's Prince Venables
1: right employed. now. That's
0: Employed. That's... <laughs> See. See, Kevin, everybody, every version of Jesus is employed.
4: Are, are we really right. going to go down the list trying to figure this out? No. We're going to
2: pull we got we got time. this bit.
1: We are going to cut this bit right here. I, I am personally saying we're cutting the I think, bit. I think
0: I <laughs> think JP makes the decisions here as the host. I think we have time to go through all the oh, different Lord. variants of Jesus. Who's flirting Jesus? All of them. I don't think Florida has a Jesus.
3: It, it is just labeled Florida man.
0: I don't think Florida has a Jesus. I think God oh, looks down. Wait, on the state hold on, of hold on. No, Brown.
3: there there is a Florida Jesus. JP, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow.
0: <laughs> Tim Tebow played for the Mets, so that automatically disqualifies him from being Jesus. Yeah, but the Mets so play in is... the Grapefruit League in Florida. He also, he also played
2: for the Jets, which also did, which also <laughs> disqualifies him from being Jesus. I don't think okay. you can be Jesus and play for the Jets. I think that God does not pile upon that. Yeah, I think him.
0: I think Jesus weeps on that one. I think that's the I think that's the point where like Jesus is asking why have, <laughs> Why has God forsaken me? That was Tim Tebow on the Jets. Also,
4: also like, oh, wait, like, I think. Gunner. Wait, real quick, JP, I think I have found Florida Jesus, and it is just a Florida man is accused of setting his girlfriend's clothes on fire following a bacon spot
0: dispute over twenty dollars. <laughs> Bacon spawned to eat over
2: $20.
0: It's a real sentence written in You know this what? Jesus tweet. Jesus didn't eat pork.
2: So <laughs> that's true. That's a good point.
4: Uh, the victim at Ford Police said she had taken twenty dollars from her boyfriend's wallet to purchase bacon for breakfast while he was asleep. <laughs> Which cost... <laughs> uh, uh, but her boyfriend accused her of taking forty
2: dollars. Why are you reading this right now? <laughs> <laughs> I just got interested in bacon. Hey, spot look,
0: the, Jesus said, "Thou shalt not steal." So, <laughs> I'm just saying. also a good point.
4: Florida okay, Jesus was so, happy about it.
0: Of course, it was, well, yeah, you right. can't so, steal. Yeah, so we're gonna get into free agency, which is gonna start sometime soon. Uh, a lot of big names are going to be a free agency but we're you're going to hear it first from the most reliable sources here on the internet where these players should go or if they should go at all we have pro football focus's top 100 free agents list pulled up we're not going to go through all 100 because that would be insane but we are known to be insane but instead we're just like we'll just cho- we'll choose some of the big names and then go over some smaller ones that- at the bottom just to just to give you a little bit of everything so we'll start at the top with defensive tackle Chris Jones slated to enter free agency after getting the franchise tag last year Chiefs and Jones couldn't come to a deal last year Kevin where do you think Chris Jones goes if he doesn't go if he goes at all
4: I feel like he answered that question during the Super Bowl parade where he said I'm not going anywhere you're stuck with well, me pretty he, much.
0: he had so <laughs> much to drink at that Super Bowl parade, I feel like anything that's said there has to be thrown out the window.
4: Well, I am also taking him for his word. Uh, I see very little chance that he leaves Kansas City after winning, what, two straight Super Bowls there? And basically proving that he's, like, the most valuable player on that team, or at least on that defense in the Super Bowl, where he (laughs) basically ended Brock Purdy for an entire Super Bowl, so... (laughs) AJ...
1: I have I have a take. Oh, no. if, say the Rams. Say the Rams that I No, no no, 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 no. No. They got Aaron Donald. They got they're fine. The the best landing spot for him if he does leave is with the Houston Texans. I was going to say that, yes. He's from I'll there. I'll kill you. He's from there. <laughs> Listen, he's from there. They need a defensive tackle. They have the cap space to do it and it's in the you, AFC, it's a prime contender to face you. the Chiefs every year.
0: Slimy son of a bitch. No, when when no no, <laughs> just no. I, I, JP, I this, have this is too bad,
3: buddy.
1: Like, I have a <laughs>
3: counterpoint. The Detroit Lions. No, they, they I'd be need intrigued. they need a pass rusher on the interior. In the they need a way. lot of things. And look, Aiden Hutchinson is fine. Uh, I think he's a little bit overrated, but I also think he's very good you get an interior pass rusher to take a little bit of pressure off of him. And he, you take some pressure off the secondary in turn. And I think that he could help transform that defense really quickly. And the defense isn't bad, but it could be a lot better.
2: Alex, do you have any thoughts on where Chris Jones should go? Yeah, I think he should go to a Mount Sinai. No. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> just, uh, real. <laughs> I think he, he's going to leave Kansas City when, like the Raiders make sense. Um, as just a team that needs defensive tackles, um, they don't have any money, I don't think. But uh, Alex is like, just be- get them out of the
1: AFC West. Like,
2: no, I of- mean the Raiders is still the AFC West. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Well, I know, but like, I I, I was thinking your thought process was going to be. Oh. Get him out of the AFC West, so then you just no, stuck I mean, him with the, the Raiders.
2: No, I mean if the Raiders, the Raiders, are cursed by God, and so it doesn't really matter what They're happens. They're put him back in no the Ra- I think this the is Raiders. Why.
1: Vegas is a cursed place.
2: The Raiders I, I... don't. Vegas doesn't have a Jesus. There is he's no right. Vegas Jesus. He, that's right. Um, but yeah, I think the Raiders make a lot of sense. Um, I do ultimately think he's going to stay in Kansas City, if only because his agent is in hell now after what he said during the parade. Whether or not he meant that. When he was hammered like yeah, that, it was national it. television. His agent is in hell. Yeah, think gonna end up coming back. Also, I think also, Vegas up, Jesus
4: is the sphere. Let's just be clear:
0: there is no Vegas Jesus. That is that has been established. Know, the sphere, the sphere is not sentient. Th-
2: not to so. mix metaphors, but I think the sphere is like one of the sirens from like the Odyssey. What
4: about the Luxor Hotel, but dressed up as a Dorito? I think, I think that's that
0: the is of the sirens. I think that is the uh, that is where people go to pray to Jesus. <laughs> that is their that church. Is, <laughs> that is their church, the Luxor Hotel, which, if I may add, is unnecessarily uh, confusing to walk around. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, everything confusing. in Las Vegas is
2: unnecessarily confusing to walk around. It seems like but, the strip should just be one continuous street, and it's not. It should no, it's be, like four streets
0: it's four different streets there's like a hundred of different hotels on each on each road it, and all of them are like a last Jones is
2: going to learn every
0: single one of them
4: <laughs> he will have toured all of them by the time he is done in Vegas
0: I think Chris Jones will ultimately re- remain with the Chiefs but if he decides to go anywhere screw it he's go to the Bengals I just think that'd be that'd be incredibly funny uh they don't DJ Reeves a free agent. Chris Jones come in and immediately be everything that they are hoping to add defensively. But I ultimately think he is going to remain a Kansas City Chief. Number two on the list. We're going to start with Tyler because it is Minnesota's own Kirk Cousins. Tyler, what do you think happens with the Vikings signal caller?
3: It's all going to depend on if another team's willing to guarantee money the entire year of 2025 because the Vikings won't do it. They weren't willing to do it in March of 2023, and they're not willing to do it now. That was confirmed this Monday by Albert Breer. It's been the sticking point the entire time with the potential Kirk Cousins extension in Minnesota. Look, if a team is willing to to give him that money, then he's gone. And Kirk has said that it's not about the dollar amount, it's about what that dollar amount means. And he wants it to mean that he is going to be the guy. and guaranteeing him a a top line quarterback salary in 2025 tells him that he is the guy and he's going to follow that rather than just a strict dollar amount. So I don't think he'll be back. But if nobody's willing to offer him money in 2025, he may end up taking a one-year deal with Minnesota. And but I, I think he ends up in a place like Pittsburgh or Atlanta, a team that if they got a capable starting quarterback could actually make some waves. I, I think he's done in Minnesota just because of what management wants to do. Management tried desperately to get Anthony Richardson in the draft last year, and the only reason they weren't able to was because Arizona didn't want to go to 23. They wanted to stay within sh- shouting distance of getting Paris Johnson Jr. to other guys, and they did. Uh, I think he's gone, but it's all going to d- uh, depend on who offers guaranteed money in 2025. That's the key.
0: So, so I think this is a really interesting year for Kirk and the Vikings to potentially be splitting, because I think Kirk should ultimately remain with the Minnesota Vikings. And I think the Vikings should try everything in their power to retain Kirk Cousins. I understand the management wanted to go get Anthony Richardson last year, but there is no Anthony Richardson in this upcoming draft class. I mean, you're looking at maybe trading up for Jaden Daniels, which I don't know if New England's going to trade out of that pick at three. Or maybe Arizona trades out at four if New England picks a receiver, but you don't really have any option outside of like JJ McCarthy and he's probably going to go top 10 too. So you're looking at on the outside, looking in again, also Kirk had his best, was on pace to have his best career year in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. That team was a healthy Kirk Cousins away from possibly making the playoffs. So. I think it may it makes sense for both parties to remain together, at least for another year or two. Uh, Alex, what do you think ha- happens with Kirk Cousins?
2: I think he's on the Vikings next year. I don't think he's that good. I don't know. Um, I do want to point out, the Steelers are $6 million over the cap right now, so I don't know how they're going to sign Kirk Cousins, but uh, it'd be cool if they did. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's pretty much down to, like, the Vikings or, like, the Falcons or something. Um, and, like... I don't know. The Falcons don't really seem like they're uh, gonna do that uh, just based on vibes. Um, And so, I don't know. I think he'll probably be on the Vikings next year. Um, It seems like the place where he should be. Uh, Maybe Kirk Cousins is Minnesota Jesus. Who knows?
0: (laughs) AJ, where do you think Minnesota Jesus ends up?
1: Yeah, I... I just I think if you're the Vikings and you kind of look like take a step back and look at the broader picture you're hoping that your options are what Kirk Cousins was last year and and even really the year prior in my opinion um losing a guy like that in the locker room as well and if you have to trade up for a quarterback you already have limited capital and you're just giving even more of that up that could go to your defense. It it just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to let him walk unless he just wants a fresh start and just wants to leave. Um, which I think if if he does, I think your the best bet for him would be the Atlanta Falcons, just because I think he fits Zach Robinson's scheme very well. I think he would step right into that locker room. They already have they have a pretty decent offensive line. It's not I don't think it's as good as Minnesota's, but it's it's Fairly comparable. They get a couple more weapon. They could spend the number nine pick and maybe get one of these top receivers to pair with Drake London and Kyle Pitts and Bijan Robinson. That's a that's a great offense paired with that defense last year. You know, like that. I think that's a
0: really enticing pairing moving forward. Kevin, what do you think happens with Kirk Cousins?
4: I'm sort of going to agree with. <clears throat> everyone else in that like i think the move is just to stay in minnesota or like minnesota should probably try and keep him, right because like the risk is that you're trying to trade for one of these top three picks and for the most part it doesn't seem like it's very likely that either of those three teams trade out of that pick uh the most likely being like new england and i don't think new england trades out of that pick but there is a far more risk in losing Kirk cousins and not getting a starter next year and having to like run with Nick Mullins and JJ McCarthy as your quarterback room, as opposed to like re-signing Kirk cousins on a cheap deal and still like giving yourself an opportunity to trade up for a quarterback. If that's what you really want to do. Right. Like I don't think these two things need to be like exclusive in any way. And like, you can sort of live in a world where Kirk is your starter short term and then you go to, whatever rookie you
0: drafted. Excuse me. So you heard it here first. Kirk Cousins should remain a Minnesota Viking. Next up is the good Josh Allen, the edge defender for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to go first. He should remain a Jacksonville Jaguar. They should do everything in in his power to remain in Jacksonville. He is the second. He's currently second in all time sacks as Jacksonville Jaguar. He is the franchise player. Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback, but Josh Allen is the franchise. He is the best player on the team. He kind of he is a leader of that defense. He sets the tone emotionally. He sets the tone mentally. He, he should remain a Jacksonville Jaguar for the rest of his career. Now, if Trent Baalke will do that, I have no idea because I can't really predict what Trent Baalke will do. He, he's, he's unpredictable in the worst ways. But... I think Josh Allen should remain a Jacksonville Jaguar. Alex, what say you?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, Noah's Ark could really use him since there are two of them. Uh, Josh Allen's that is, um, no, I think he's probably going to end up getting tagged. <laughs> um, I think they're just going to tag him. Uh, it seems like they're not really like making any headway on a, on an actual extension, but like you can't let a guy like that just like get the open market for no reason. Uh, especially without, like, another tag-worthy player on the roster. Like, you probably shouldn't tag Calvin Ridley. Uh And so I think it makes the most sense probably for both sides to just tag him and try to, like, drag that extension talk out another year and try to figure something out. I think ultimately he's on the Jaguars next year. Um, if he does leave, uh, uh, Buffalo.
0: Double Josh Allen's. That's right. <laughs> Buffalo is assembling Noah's Ark and has to get two of every player. Now they have both Josh Allens. They need who well, well, are there other double players? Double name players? Well, go get the other in, Diggs. Uh, Trevon Diggs, yeah. No, but that's not that's not the yeah. Same. I think he oh, needs like JP, Josh Allen and I mean, Josh I think they, they and
1: both both Connor McGovern's. Hurry
3: both up, Connor McGoverns.
1: Oh, that's true. Both Connor McGovern's. Yeah.
3: Um, both Lamar Jackson's.
2: Lamar yeah. Jackson. yeah, True. Michael,
4: Carter. only, if there only are two two Michael Carters?
3: If only AJ Green.
4: There are had two AJ Greens.
0: Yeah. They're, I mean, they're bring it back. They're Who they're cares?
2: <laughs>
0: um, Are there two are there Jamal two Williams? Conor... No. Okay. Are there two Connor Williams? I don't think so. No, it's Connor McGovern. The... Yeah. I was thinking. Okay.
4: Get Quincy well, and quit it. It's close enough.
0: That's okay. What are you doing? <laughs> Hey, hey man, first aid the first aid. <laughs> hey what man, are you
2: doing?
0: what was that?
2: You cannot be talking like that. He's in timeout.
0: Straight, straight up for no reason. Like they're, they're close enough. Like, what are we doing here? We absolutely can argue that. Like that go to hell. That that's what I'm gonna tell you. You sit there and think about what you did. AJ, let me know what you think happens with Josh Allen this offseason while I try and figure out NFL players with the same name.
1: I just I just want to say uh future LA Ram, Josh Allen. That's that's <laughs> Get out of my... you. I'll kill you. <laughs> Listen, they need the Rams need a pass rusher. They have a lot of cap room. If Jacksonville lets him walk, it's the kind of big move they'd make. That's all I'm saying. Um no. no reaction.
0: No reaction to no. this. That, just... that's, that's my reaction. No, I'm also oh, the trying to Carters, figure out. Michael Carter. Yeah, the Mike Michael, Michael Carter. Um, I'm still trying to figure out two players of the same name. Uh, Mike Williams. There you go. Oh, let's two Mike Williams.
3: Uh, remember when there were two okay. Adrian Petersons? That's a good one. Okay, so uh, JP, I want to say this before we move on. I think the only way Josh Allen leaves uh, Jacksonville is if they signed Daniil Hunter because they've wanted Daniil Hunter for a little while.
0: So my question I, I'm, is, I'm not saying
3: if it's a good or a bad move. I just think that's the only reason,
0: reason that Josh Allen wouldn't stay. My question is, why not have both? You can, have, you can do both. You can tag Josh Allen and can sign we, with Hunter. With the
3: salary cap space, how would they maneuver They're, to make that work?
0: Oh, Cam Robinson enough. is gone. Cam robinson is gone. You're going to save money there. Uh, I think Rayshawn Jenkins is gonna end up getting okay. cut. Uh Zay Jones is also probably gonna end up getting cut. So you're you're gonna have space to maneuver. And I don't think they're gonna uh sign a free agent receiver. Like I, I think they're gonna go through the draft that way. Makes sense. It's a smart move. But I mean you can they can do both if they want to. It's Where's just the
2: Washington Savers.
0: I yes, yeah, that's that's going to be the offense Parker Washington and Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley all running the same routes over like the six to 10 yard range. Ooh. Sounds gross. All right. So moving to another player that comes from a big cat team, T Higgins. Kevin, what do you think happens with T Higgins this offseason?
4: I mean, I think he stays in Cincinnati, but, like, the real fit for me feels like Carolina. Uh, They have cap space. They desperately need to get uh, Bryce Young, some adults in that room. I mean, like, not Jonathan Mingo and freaking can't even name it otherwise. (laughs) that's not Adam Thielen. Uh, Shy Smith's still there? No, I think he got cut. Oh, of course he did. He's bad uh terris marshall still there
2: yeah, yeah. yes Mike, Mike are we straight. sure he's like actually yeah. there
4: though or is he like just sort of like living what in carolina you, like, what are is you he, talking about is he playing is he playing is he playing marshall? is he playing is he playing that's a good he's question he's 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 playing. 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 Okay. Is he playing he's playing hell! i mean come on you're yelling at me because we like good and playing
0: that's not what you
4: know
0: is he there is he there He's doing the Annie, are you okay with Terrence Marshall? Well, <laughs> what was
2: problem? Kevin is actively performing CPR on a conscious living human being.
4: I think Jesus it's a good question Christ. to ask if Terrace Marshall is good at football.
2: I think
0: it's
4: That's a good not question.
2: not
0: what you asked. You asked That's if the he was implication. Alive. You
1: asked if That's he was amazing. alive, Kevin, not if he was alive. I did not ask to...
0: if he's alive. That's how you mistook You just it, tried that. to imply that Frank Reich killed Terrace Marshall. I, mean, I think he might
4: have wanted Jesus to, kinda, for being
0: honest. What is? What's your problem, man? For being honest, AJ, he might have wanted to. AJ, where? What do you think happens with T. Higgins? Yeah, I think
1: they're gonna franchise tag him for sure. Um, where, where, what it goes beyond that? I don't necessarily know. Uh, I, I'm sure that they're gonna eventually probably work out a long term deal with him. I just don't think you let a guy like T. Higgins walk, uh, especially his relationship with Joe Burrow. I think that connection is, is one of the NFL's best along with Jamar chase. you just don't let that leave the building in any scenario. Even, even though the Bengals have kind of had a, a dubious history uh, with financial decisions. um, I think that they, that that's one that it's pretty easy. You don't mess that one up.
0: Bad financial decisions. They think they're me, Alex, where do you think T
2: Higgins ends up? Yeah, I think he's getting tagged um if he doesn't get tagged he should go to chicago just because it'll be fun um i think that chicago will probably end up uh in like the mike williams zone instead uh because higgins will get tagged um but if he doesn't get tagged chicago should think about it
4: tyler does he follow the bears on instagram is the only question we have to ask here
0: why would you follow the bears on instagram nobody cares well i mean Justin Fields doesn't follow the Bears on Instagram,
1: <laughs>
3: but
0: my counterpoint to everybody being like, "Oh, that's really bad," it's the Bears. Why would you want your timeline filled with Bears content? He's trying to get out of there. I don't blame them. I'd be done with them too. I ultimately think T gets tagged. I just you. It's not realistic for them to just let T Higgins walk and try and replace him with a drafted receiver or somebody that's in that room, especially if they end up letting Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon walk. So then you're just, you're looking at a receiver room or a skill position room of Jamar Chase, Andre Yoshivas, and Charlie Jones,
1: Charlie Jones. Yeah. And Charlie, Jones. And remarkably, yeah. I think every tight end on the roster is a pending free agent as well. They are. Yeah. yeah they currently
2: the yeah. do not have a, uh, tight end on the roster, yeah. They
1: are, so, and, and then Chase that, Brown is their other running back. And they're Chris, Evans,
2: praying
0: that Chris Brock, they're praying that Brock Bowers falls to 18. Yeah,
1: if if they do let T walk in free agency and, and like try to draft his guy, I think Brian Thomas Jr. would be a, it, it feels a little on the nose at the LSU bit, but just in terms of like a replaceable skill set, I think that would work out a lot. And
3: I, I. I Go ahead. Here's here's my take. I think he gets tagged. My theory is he gets traded to Arizona for 27 and change,
0: and then they take Keon Coleman. I'd be intrigued with that. I think Keon I, Coleman I just, also fits their skill set, yeah. that kind of like the T. Higgins.
3: I just, as much as they want to keep him for all the reasons uh, you guys mentioned, I think AJ did a really good job of laying it out with the connection with Joe Burrow, but at a certain point, you just can't keep everybody, and I think Higgins is going to be the casualty because I don't think you want $110 million uh, tied up in Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase, which is what's going to end up happening. And then you have a guy like DJ Reader who's so pivotal to that defense who's a pending free agent, and then you're going to say no to a guy like that, and I think they're going to prioritize that, but they also know that they need to get something for Higgins. So I think they're going to tag him. And find a way to trade him, get a first round pick, and then for lack of a better term, replace him.
4: My only question there is do you get a first round pick for a guy you tag and trade? I feel like you're not getting a first round pick for that in 2024, right? Like, I feel like you probably get like a second or third for it, but I don't think like Arizona is trading a first for a guy that's gonna be tagged and will probably just be a free agent the next year.
0: That is true. What it what the market would look like well, for a team Higgins well, trade. Would,
1: you would you would look at it as something similar to what the titans did with a.j brown right where Ugh. they the eagles immediately offered him a extent a, a con, new contract pretty much right away as soon as he was traded so in in that aspect i think it would work out but i i did would i actually think a, a marvin harrison jr and t higgins wide receiver room is very fun that's nasty mm-hmm. that's like really good
3: and you put and Mike then,
1: Wilson as a power slot.
0: Yeah. And move Ponte Beach-Brown to another <laughs> team. <laughs> to the yeah, UFL. Well, well, he, he's a free agent anyways. UFL. To the, Trade to the to UFL. UFL. <laughs> he's a showboat. All right. So this next one's really interesting, and we talked about him before the podcast started. Carolina Panthers edge Brian Burns. I ultimately think this is going to end up in a... Brian Burns is gone. Super gone. He... He wanted a deal last year. The Panthers were like, no, they should have traded him at the deadline last year. They should have traded him this year. But the old, the whole thing was if you're not going to trade him, then give him an extension. But that just never happened, which is very weird because he is their best defensive player. So I think ultimately that relationship is over. I think he should go to Detroit. I think if they want to get an actual – Next pass rusher alongside Aiden Hutchinson, Brian Burns is the perfect complement in terms of speed and just a legitimate threat on the other side next to Aiden Hutchinson. It ma- it makes a lot of sense for a Detroit team that really needs to soup up their pass rush. Uh, AJ, where do you think Brian Burns ends up? It's it's tricky
1: because Brian Burns' price tag, like that, that has kind of been reported i don't know we don't know if it's like officially what he wants but we're it's like speculation uh it doesn't really match his production which i think is going to give some teams pause from giving him that full amount but if he does walk i i actually think it would be a move that a team like atlanta i think needs a big splash in their pass rush room if they don't go and get kirk cousins uh washington needs to replace their pass rushers and they have a ton of cap space pretty much right away dan quinn is gonna need is gonna need those kind of splash plays uh for that defense and, and they need to just start throwing money around uh it, ultimate, I like i don't think carolina should let him walk because you just you shouldn't get rid of your good players when you're trying to rebuild um but the way that the whole situation has been handled i feel like might have left a sour taste in brian burns's mouth so if he wants out you can't can't really do anything about it
0: you would say personally that brian burns will be partaking in exodus away from the panthers alex where do you think brian burns is heading
2: yeah i think exodus is a good metaphor because there is a plague in caroline um <laughs> I think that ultimately he probably gets – midget quarterback syndrome. (laughs) Yeah. I think ultimately he probably gets tagged and then holds out, right? Like I don't think that Carolina is like super eager to get rid of him. And also David Tepper is uh, one of the most overconfident individuals in the history of mankind.
0: Side note, it's incredibly funny how Dan Dan Snyder was the worst owner in the the league. He gets booted and David Tepper immediately picks up that baton. Like I got
2: you, dog. He was like, "All right, I I understand what's happening here. I got it. Someone's got to be a villain. It'll be me." Like Jer- Jerry it's, Jones it's is still from, doing this, it. the scene from Kung Fu Panda where he
0: passes in the staff. It's like Jerry Jones is still an owner, and he's not the worst owner it's in like, the NFL. It's it's almost like oh. David Tepper wakes up every day
4: and goes, "You make this about you. This is your moment," and it's just you know like
2: that,
0: you know that meme on Twitter where it's like the entire. The entire pro- uh, thing about Twitter is to never make yourself the main character. Yeah, David, David Tepper wakes up and is like, "I'm gonna day. be the main character every single day."
4: <laughs> you go in there and you make this about you, even if it's not about you, and it's just like <laughs> pouring drinks on fans. It's just like
2: the yeah. dumbest. all this to say. I think that David Tepper is exactly the type of person that will franchise tag Brian Burns, um, and then Burns will say like, "Hey man, I don't want to play here. Let me go anywhere else. Like trade me anywhere. Let and my people go." go. <laughs> and then the he'll hold on is for go, all training that camp. go. and then um, and then who knows what happens from there? I think that AJ um, took most of the, the good uh, the fits like Atlanta Washington are kind of like the ones that I had in mind as well. Um, Jacksonville. Uh, I'm in. like just to like throw another one out there like if you're swapping Josh Allen for Brian Burns, if you're adding Brian Burns to Josh Allen if you're doing whatever. Uh, I think that that's another one to keep an eye on, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I would imagine that he probably gets tagged and then holds out for most, if not all, the camp. I,
1: I have one more landing spot that I just thought of that I really like. Uh, the New England Patriots. Mm, that
0: would be interesting.
1: They they need to find another, like a long-term... like Matt Judon is coming off of an injury. Uh, all of their other pass rushers are pending free agents. I think Brian Burns, they had, they said they were going to have cash to spend and they were going to start throwing money at free agents. I think you look at that, the reputation that Gerard Mayo has might appeal to Brian Burns.
4: Uh, a name and, and he's
1: and he's in the AFC, so the Carolina Panthers might be like, yeah, okay, we'll let you go there.
4: A name that stood out to me, and I don't know if this happens, but it's the name that we mentioned for T Higgins. Uh, I think the Arizona Cardinals make sense, right? Like, I mean, they're trying like Xaven Collins at pass rusher, uh, they have, like, B.J. Ogilari and, like, Cameron Thomas, I think, is, like, basically their entire
1: room at this point. Like, well, Dennis Cameron... Gardant disrespect over here. Whoa. Yes, a lot of it, actually. No. Um, hey, whoa.
4: So, like, I just think that, like, you get this chance to, like, really build this defense up with, like, a game changer, right? Like, Brian Burns is probably the closest thing is, like, you're getting to, like, a real true elite game changer at the edge rusher position in free agency or trade. And so, like, I'd be really excited to see that fit with Jonathan Gannon as well, and I don't know, but him and Buda Baker in the same defense is, like, kind of fun. Tyler?
3: I was going to say Arizona. Uh, I, I, I don't know what Gannon is really going to prioritize with his edge rushers, if he's going to take more of, like, the Mike Zimmer approach, because that's kind of uh, where his uh, his NFL career started, or if he's going to, look at more of just a, a, disruptor in the passing game. Cause like that's, that kind of gives me a little bit of pause, but you can't keep playing Zayvon Collins at edge and you got to have somebody in there. Watch I think, that. I think Burns is probably like a tier three edge rusher. If you put like the elite of the elite in tier one and then guys like, like, I don't know. My, my brain is blanking, but he's probably like a tier three kind of guy, but I think he can make a really big impact for you. And, Arizona needs to start adding a lot of talent to that defense and that.
0: So we're going to skip to, we're going to skip one of these names because I personally just wanted to do this. Kevin Christian Wilkins, upcoming free agent, Kevin, what do you think happens with Wilkins? I think all
4: the rumors have already said that like Miami's just going to find a way to keep him. Uh, The interesting thing is like, if it's a franchise tag, there is a lot of stuff that they have to do behind the scenes to make that work because they still have pending free agents who are like very important to what they want to do. And like Cam or uh, Cam or Connor Williams, not Cameron Williams, Connor Williams, Robert Hunt, even like Andrew Van Ginkle on defense, like they need to be able to replace those guys or resign those guys. And so I think they end up just agreeing on a long term extension that makes Wilkins one of the highest paid defensive tackles in the league i think last year he wanted to get paid close to dexter lawrence money and miami at that point was like uh, prove it like it was sort of like a hey prove that you can be worth that and look man he proved it he was really damn good last year and he was like for most of the season one of the lone bright spots on that defense for a lot of it so i think they just find a way to keep him uh if they can't i think the minnesota vikings make a lot of sense Uh, you know with brian flores them needing interior help uh like that makes sense but i think in the end it's miami
0: so i'm gonna go with the houston texans here as a fit for uh christian wilkins i think we touched on it with chris jones in terms of needing an interior presence I i think christian wilkins ability to get vertical in uh, along the defensive line that's going to help create a lot cause a lot of problems especially when you think about what D'Amico Ryan's brought from San Francisco to Houston in terms of that attacking style of defense and then you think about a room with Christian Wilkins Will Anderson maybe John Grenard and you can be talked into that like that sounds really good for the next four to five years you know So I think if they ultimately – if Miami ultimately cannot re-sign Christian Wilkins, I think Houston is a really nice spot for him. Alex, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I think uh, a couple teams that we mentioned previously for some other guys, uh, Cincinnati makes a lot of sense, I think, just in terms of like DJ Readers or free agent, just like get a defensive tackle. Um, And Arizona, I think, makes a lot of sense. Um, They have currently – five interior defensive linemen on their roster, and I dare any of you to name one of them. Is AJ uh, one of them? No.
1: I, could, I can name you all of them, if you want me to. Uh, Go to
2: them. hell. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, like, every single one of their uh, defensive linemen is either on a league minimum contract or a rookie deal. Uh, and only one of them is on a rookie deal. Everyone else is on a league minimum. Uh, so they should probably sign a defensive tackle to play the position, uh, and they have a lot of money. So uh, he should go to Arizona. AJ? I'm,
1: I'm glad that Alex didn't take this one, so I had the satisfaction of saying it. I just brought them up. Uh, uh, the New England Patriots. <laughs>
4: A, I, hate I hate you. I hate so so you. This is not funny. This is not funny. For that reaction. This is that, bullying.
2: This is bullying. That's exactly why I said it. What a. do you think happens on this podcast?
4: I am. I am calling the police on you for that one. That is a line you
0: way too far. Know will be, you know what would be? You know, would be an even better fit. No, don't Wilkins?
4: even say it. Don't even say it. The Buffalo it.
0: Bills. Don't, the even Buffalo Bills.
4: <laughs> don't even say Don't even say it.
3: Hey, you know what, uh, JP, I actually think the New York Jets could use a running mate for have, Williams.
4: I don't care. The Jets suck. <laughs> they don't scare <laughs> me. The, the Patriots do? The, look, the Patriots have, the Patriots ruined my life for 10 years. Uh, for this point, like, frankly, they still scare me because they're going to find some, like, Tom Brady voodoo magic and, like, J.J. McCarthy. Uh, but <laughs> go to hell, AJ. Go <laughs> <Don't> to hell. <laughs>
1: that uh, part of that was a joke but the other part of it is i really like the pairing of him and christian barmore on the inside if you're gonna you blow cash like they said that they're gonna do this year i think that pairing on the inside i mean holy you want to talk about being unblockable in the interior those two you also have uh, a couple of other depth guys: keon white teacher wise uh that Talk about scary up front. I think that would be a a tremendous pairing.
0: Alex, you already mentioned uh, Arizona Tyler. Where would you think Christian Wilkins should go? Outside of the New York Jets.
3: You know, they have absolutely no money to make this happen. And I think this is going to be more of what they end up pursuing throughout the course of the offseason. The Dallas Cowboys... The Dallas Cowboys should try and make it work. I really don't think they can. Because the one thing that a Mike Zimmer-led defense thrives on, the engine, is a great three technique. You look back at those uh, Bengals defenses. Geno Atkins was the engine that made that defense run. And the early days in Minnesota was Sharif Floyd. And then they struggled at three technique. uh, Once he had that knee surgery in 2016, that ruined his career. But... They made it work for a couple years with Tom Johnson, who was just a rotational guy, but he had like ten sacks. That is sacks not a real. Year. That's not a
0: real name.
3: Dude, <laughs> he had he had. I think it was nine and a half sacks in twenty seventeen.
0: That John um, Doe ass name.
3: Yeah, and he, he it, they made it work. But Mike Zimmer loves having a great three technique to be the engine of that defense. And you like having that great three tech with how he likes to run his defenses is going to make Micah Parsons a lot better. It's going to make uh DeMarcus Lawrence better they have zero money to make it happen but I do think that Byron Murphy if he's available should be high at the top of their list uh come the draft but if this they, is they not could, a draft podcast Whoa! if, if, Whoa, if we they can, talk
0: about the draft here
3: if they if they could find a way to make it work the Dallas Cowboys they can't but they should try
2: Tyler have you considered that they already have a three tech because they made Mozzie Smith lose 30 pounds yeah, that's <laughs> stupid make him gain it are, back. Are we did it work out
1: <laughs> whoa we are glossing over Odigizua here because he's awesome at three Tech yeah
3: also
1: true yeah but the Christian Wilkins <laughs> pairing is also very fun I, I, I the Alex, the Alex is jo- I thought Alex was shouldn't be like whoa hey hang on a second but I uh, the mozzie I like Odigizua, is- but if you were to Upgrade to a guy like
3: Wilkins, I think that could make that defense incredible.
1: Unfortunately,
4: yeah. I don't think Jerry Jones could commit tax fraud to get this one to work. So I
0: think Jerry Jones will absolutely commit tax fraud Kevin, for Christian I Wilkins.
2: That. I think that's, that's just a of, Jerry Jones and by, all apparently. people will commit tax fraud. He's doing know, that the- He's doing that for no reason. Of course we <laughs> will for Christian Wilkins. Do it for Christian Wilkins
0: of all players. But
3: He's an oil type Bro, man. He, He's already committed he's tax He's going to
0: have to pay Dax, C.D., and Michael Parsons within the next two years. He's already committing tax fraud. <laughs> There's only so
4: much tax fraud you can commit. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true at all. Yes, <laughs> well, it is. That, you're right. No, who
0: am I kidding? Different, different tax we live brackets. In a, we live in America, brother. <laughs> different tax so brackets. Tax fraud. Sorry. All right, so we're gonna move to another receiver that I think is kind of underrated in terms of like names in the NFL. Indianapolis Colts receiver Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, I think he's really he's really good. Doesn't get a lot of respect around the league because he's played with old Michael, uh, old Matt Ryan and Gardner Minshew for most of his career. But Tyler, where do you think Michael Pittman ends up in free agency?
3: I just want to say it's so incredibly fitting that. His comp for PFF is Allen Robinson. I just think that's just, it's just beautiful. Uh, I I really think he ends up staying in Indianapolis. They, one, need him. And with Anthony Richardson coming back healthy, he and Josh Downs can be a nice duo on the outside. And then you can throw Josh Downs into the slot and hopefully get somebody in like round two that can uh, be a a nice complement to what Michael Pittman Jr. brings. Um, I, I, I don't see a world where he leaves, uh, leaves Indianapolis at this point.
0: AJ,
1: yeah, I'm kind of with with Tyler. I think they're just going to tag him, and we don't. That that trio of Michael Pittman, Josh Downs, and Alec Pierce, I think is one of the most underrated like wide receiver cores in the NFL. Very complimentary. Uh, yeah, especially when you added what Anthony Richardson can do. Um, over over Gardner Minshew, I think you'll you'll start to see that wide receiver room. A lot of a lot of heads get turned to that room next year. Uh, if he does leave, ah, there are so many places he could go. It, Michael, I feel like, like you, yeah. I mean, you, you touched on it, JP, where he we is like one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. Like, pick a team, I think they could use him. If Depending on how free agency works out, I would really love to see him in Baltimore. I think that would be him and Lamar Jackson. The money, they're kind of tight with uh, the cap space and everything, but I think the money and having him be like that number one wide receiver in that room would really open things up.
0: I personally think uh, Michael Pittman does end up getting tagged, but if he ends up leaving free agency, I think this is the receiver Kansas City needs to go after. I think this is the this is the receiver they actually have been missing in the offense. They have a bunch of uh, deep threats and yak receivers. They have no they had no in between game. Their offense is was built on James Harden twenty sixteen offense where it's three balls and layups, and they need someone who can hit the mid range jumpers. That's Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman is the mid range jumper. So that is the Kansas City chief receiver that uh, they should be going after. But I ultimately think he ends up remaining as a Colt because that team's going to be fun. Like, that team has a lot of t- a lot of pieces. The offensive line really stepped up last year. And, again, you get the Megazord quarterback back healthy next year. Like, this team is going to be really interesting to watch next year, and I think Pittman should remain a part of that. Kevin?
4: I have two spots, and they're both in division, but I think they both, like, make sense to some degree the houston texans like i think that they have the cap space if they wanted to be like we're just going to build this like super wide receiver room with nico collins tank dell and him and like give uh cj stroud all the weapons to work uh another one that like sort of makes sense to me i think they have the cap space to make it work i don't exactly know fully another cap situation the tennessee titans still need another wide receiver next to uh Traylon Burke, like I know they have. Tray Hopkins. DeAndre
1: Hopkins. Okay, yeah,
4: but he's like on a, <laughs> but he's like on a one year deal, like so. I'm thinking like long term here. Is what? there anyone long term that they have that's actually good? I don't think so. Um, like I think that that makes sense.
0: I would say Kyle Phillips, but maybe. yeah,
4: maybe not. Um, Nick westbrook kikine baby. He's a free agent. <laughs> so so bad <laughs> like i think that like i think that like if you wanted to give will levis or whoever you get at quarterback long term a weapon like michael Pittman makes a lot of sense because he's still young like they're still uh, like he's incredibly underrated like i think he could be a wide receiver one for a team like the titans that makes sense i just i i don't like really know the cap room so i couldn't tell you like if they could even afford it uh, i think with... they're
1: fourth in available caps okay so right? they can afford it cool yeah yeah <laughs>
0: So another team that I think makes sense for another reason that we're going to get into next is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Michael Pittman Jr. And that is if Mike Evans ends up leaving. That is the transition here that I'm making. Mike Evans is going to end up be, potentially becoming a free agent. I don't think they're close to a deal. And especially with Antoine Winfield Jr. set to hit free agency, he's probably going to get the tag. So Tyler, where do you think Mike Evans lands?
3: It's going to be really hard to see him leave Tampa Bay, but I think at this point it's probably going to happen. I think Tampa only has around $30 million in cap space, and a good amount of that's probably going to end up going to Baker Mayfield, and then you have guys like Devin White, Antoine Wefield Jr. as free agents as well. Not to mention Levante David, who's been a stalwart for your team for a decade. So, I would like to see him in Kansas City. I, I think he like, he's the kind of hooper that could really thrive with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. And you don't need, they just proved it, you, you don't really need to have that true deep threat of vertical stretcher. But I think Evans can win in more ways than just being, like, a vertical threat. And especially at this point in his career, he's probably going to start losing some of that athleticism. And I think he could be a nice piece on a short-term deal to help them potentially get that 3 but I I just keep thinking they're just going to find a way to keep him in Tampa.
2: Yeah. So real quick, before I talk about Mike Evans, I want to talk about Michael Pittman since I didn't get to. Um, The first thing I have to say about Michael Pittman is that I have a pro comp, which is that he is DeMar DeRozan. Uh, The second thing I have to say about Michael Pittman is that, uh, much like DeMartin Rosen uh, just toiled away in the shadows uh, working for this Raptors team that did nothing ever because they had no other players on it, Michael Pittman should go to the New York Giants uh, <laughs> because you have no other receivers on that team. Uh, and so, I mean, he'll get a lot of targets. I have no idea how much money the Giants have, but I think it'd be funny. Um, and also, like, I mean, it, it, I think he, he would, like, produce – fairly well there the Giants again like don't really have any receivers they haven't really for like two years because it seems like they kind of hate Darius Slayton for some reason um as far as Mike Evans goes I think that uh I largely agree with Tyler that like I can't really envision him like not being in Tampa Bay um but I think the one that's interesting that I just thought about is uh the Jaguars because the Jags had Calvin Ridley doing all of this like isolated x stuff this season and that's not his game so even if you're bringing calvin ridley back i think that you want to acquire some sort of guy that can like play actual x receiver and the Jags don't really have a guy like that on the roster if you're cutting zay jones you can move ridley to kind of more of like the actual like z role that i think he fits best in and then just throw lobs to mike evans and i think that'd be sick.
0: And Trevor Lawrence has not has never really had that uh, X receiver down there somewhere in his career. You know, yeah. the best receiver that's done that for him is Zay Jones. And outside of that, it's like Laquan Treadwell when Laquan Treadwell was wide receiver one for the Jaguars. But Evans does make a lot of sense there. Um, I'm going to throw one out that I think makes sense in my head but probably won't happen, and it's the Detroit Lions. I think they need an actual outside receiver. Jameson Williams is cool, but he's inconsistent right now. And with Amonra St. Brown still working the, uh, the intermediate, like short areas of the field from the slot, they still need an actual receiver to threaten on the outside. And Mike Evans would immediately sur- supercharge that offense. AJ?
1: The New England Patriot. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go back there <laughs> again. Um, even if it does make a little bit of sense. But I have one JP's going to absolutely hate. Um, the Houston the Houston shot. Texans. No yes. shot, man! He's from Galveston. It's right outside Houston. You still get the tax situation. It, when you move to Texas. And I think you pair him, Nico Collins, and Tank Dell and kind of have John Mechie rotating in in a, uh, different spots. That is one hell of a receiving room. And if he just wants like a, a fully guaranteed big, like short-term deal where he can make the most money, similar tax situation. It, it makes a lot of sense to me.
0: Kevin.
4: Uh, my first question is how much does Mike Evans love being a lead blocker for Darnell Washington? Because the pit now, um, uh, my other one was going to be the Falcons. Then I realized they already have Drake London to do that. Uh, I think it just stays with the Bucks. Like, I, I think you guys have already hit on a lot of the names. The Patriots make sense, but no, like, just I don't want that. I don't want to deal with them two times a year. Uh, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, so yeah, give me the Bucks and
2: just please don't mess this up. I have another one, but they don't have any money. Uh, the Packers. Um, Largely just because every receiver on that team is uh, like a second year player or younger. And so just like get a mentor in there and uh, have Mike Evans do the Christian Watson stuff, but better uh, and just have him dunk on people uh, while Jordan Love throws it like 60 yards down the field. Uh, I think it'd be fun for a year. Another one that won't happen because they don't have the cap space
0: is the Bills because they actually need a wide receiver one. Gabe Davis, but like a real receiver. Yeah, like they need like Gabe Davis but good. And yeah. Mike Evans can do that, and let Stephon. He could even Williams take the me. same number. Yeah, he could. It, it'd be like the same. It'd be like the same thing, you know. Josh Allen, I mean, he had to. He didn't even have to think about if it's still Gabe. He can just say, "Fuck it, Gabe Davis down there somewhere." It's not Gabe Davis. He's, that, gonna that yeah, he's, gonna do, he's gonna do that
4: regardless of who the. He's gonna do that. Isaiah McKenzie's throwing the ball deep on jump.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, ball.
0: I was about to say like I don't. He, not... <laughs> it's gonna be. He's gonna put Deontay Hardy back there in number 13 be like hey Gabe Davis got short over the off season like
4: just chuck it deep like i don't
0: where does I don't the rest of needs... Gabe Davis go honey
2: honey, honey i shrunk Gabe
0: Davis <laughs> <laughs> the, the Now they're talking about old movies but you insert random NFL players into them the thought, of the, the thought of Josh Allen chucking a deep ball to
4: like a five foot three wide receiver now is like the only thing I can think of.
0: Trendon Holiday <laughs> he's just... In the Bill's offense.
4: You're <laughs> just like trying to chuck a deep. There's like three guys there. He's like chucking deep balls to him.
0: That entire meme of uh if you could like change everything around one character in a movie, but the one character has to remain the same. It's Josh Allen, but every other receiver around him is an Oompa Loompa. Like let's let's get real act. Let's see how let's see how hard Josh Allen will throw a ball through right through the middle of an Oompa Loompa.
4: Josh Allen Josh Allen would throw like 300 interceptions in a season if he was throwing to Oompa loompas. He's
0: he's gonna throw a ball through an Oompa Loompa's chest.
2: He's throwing <laughs> the Oompa Loompa's by the third quarter. He's court. throwing an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> he lost that's all the footballs. That's the trick play, is he's got the Oompa Loompa <laughs> he's dropping back, and actually one of the other ones has the ball.
4: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Gabe Davis landing spots now? No, hell no. Gabe, uh, Gabe Davis
0: wants Army to talk Italian about that. First. The UFL, the uh, Italian Football League. Moving on to another Super Bowl champion, and one I think will get an interesting market is jarius Need who probably should stay with Kansas City just because of how important he is to that secondary. But it's going to be hard to pay him and Chris Jones in the
2: same year. So, Alex, what do you ultimately think happens with LeJarius Need? I think ultimately he comes back. But if he doesn't, uh, I'd kind of like to see him go hmm, – the Lions maybe. They don't have any money uh, to do that really. But it'd be sick. Um just have Brian Branch and Lejarius Sneed just rotate on every single play and have, like have no idea what the coverage is before the play, uh, literally ever. Um, I think like the Bears make sense. Um, just like they kind of seem to be collecting those kind of like can play in the slot but can also play outside sort of guys. Uh, so grabbing another one of them, but like the apex one of them, uh, seems like it makes sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think he ultimately probably just ends up back in Kansas City. But So I would like to see him
0: on a deal remain in Kansas City, but I'm going to be a homer here. He should sign up with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I That's think right. the Jaguars are going to need another corner. Ryan Nielsen wants those corners to play a lot of man coverage. Darius Williams might end up being a cap casualty, which sucks because Darius Williams is good, but I don't think he's a fit for Ryan Nielsen's defense. Uh, Coverage-wise, you put uh, LeJarius Need and Tyson Campbell in that secondary, and I immediately become a fan. Like that's re- that's going to be really fun, regardless of what happens around in, in the nickel spot. I don't think Darius Williams can play nickel. They tried it when they had Shaq Griffin, and it just would not was not going well. So I think he just signed with the Jaguars. Outside of that, uh, we kind of made it into a meme, but the Patriots legitimately would make sense here it would be it would be cool like if you, you get christian gonzalez back healthy jc jackson can go uh and then Le'Jarius need christian gonzalez and all the other fun players on that defense you just keep playing man coverage and dare anybody to throw the ball on you
2: i do want AJ? to say before anyone else goes yeah, go that i just discovered that the lions have 50 million dollars of cap space so they absolutely can't afford to do that i did not realize they had this much money aj yeah
1: I had – the Jaguars was a good idea, um, even if it was slightly Homer-ish, just, just a little bit. I don't know.
0: Um, I'll be a Homer for that one.
1: I could also be a Homer and, and say the Rams, but I won't. Um, I One that makes a lot of sense to me is the Indianapolis Colts, who need another
0: corner. AJ's opposite, just trying to ruin my life. <laughs> Like that's the entire point of this fight. is trying to they, ruin. They have life.
1: about sixty million cap space. They need another corner on the outside uh, to pair with Juju Brants. And I think if you if you sign Sneed, you that opens up that fifteen your number fifteen overall draft pick f- to go in any direction. Um, it, the the Colts, it, it just makes a lot of sense to me in terms of of scheme and necessity, and they have the money to do it. So, like, why not? You tag Michael Pittman Jr. and you bring in Snead. It's a hell of a free agency. That's it. You, you don't need anything else. Just go with that. Tyler? There are two that
3: kind of stood out. Um, one that i ma- mention, I think Katzen hit the nail on the head of Chicago. They got to bring back Jalen Johnson first. And then after that, if you can get in Snead, I think... That would be a really nice ad for Eberflusen and, and that defense to really continue the momentum they built at the end of last year. I got two though. Um, I think the Houston Texans would be a great fit uh, with, uh, with uh, a Ryan's and have him play opposite of Derek Stingley Jr. They have $50 million in cap space. And I, I want to point this out because uh, Mike Florio, who when he reports, this is usually right with the salary cap. Um, the over the cap's been projecting 242 million. He was told that it's probably north of 250, so every team could end up gaining eight or nine million dollars or even more in cap space based on the current projections that we've all been working with. So that could end up changing a lot of things. The other one that really intrigues me, and it's a little homerish, but it's also not, is the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, You could argue that they need to bring in a corner help. You could also argue that they need to just kind of ride with the young guys they have, because everybody's 26 or younger, and just let them continue the development. But Look, they need somebody who can really play press man consistently. And the reason why... They need why, somebody. Yeah. Um, the re- the main reason why that they were doing a lot of that, uh, that um, pit stuff where it was uh, zero blitzes with zone behind it was because they couldn't trust that corner two to really be able to play sticky man coverage. So uh, I, I, it'd be an interesting option. I would think they'll probably prefer to bolster up the edge room or defensive line before corner, but it, it's a great fit.
0: I also think the Vikings are really interesting because they need a real boy back there at corner. They need they need a real corner, and you put Jarius Sneed in a Brian Flores defense and Chuck just Byron send them and them yeah, Byron They need a real boy. They need they need a real boy. They they need a real corner. Byron, Byron Murphy Murphy.
3: played an entire game on a on a torn MCL. Good for
0: him Congratu- just, congratulations they need, they the need a is just different. congratulations congratulations it's just different you, you gotta understand it's just different kevin what do you think
4: yes yeah, so i think the tennessee titans make a lot of sense
3: uh <laughs> okay that's that's a bit at this point no um, like it actually makes sense it, it does
0: make
4: sense. sense that <laughs> is not my name i just wanted to see jp's Stop. reaction um i don't know how i don't know if they can make this work i don't know their cap situation Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers does make sense though. Uh, they have Joey Porter jr. But outside of him, I think like Levi Wallace is a free agent. James Pierre is a free agent. Uh, Patrick Peterson is a safety, uh, their nickel was like what? Also not good last year. Yeah. He's also like, just not good. Chance Sullivan was like a safety or a nickel last year. Like they, they need another adult in that room. And I don't know, that feels like it'd be a fun little cornerback room with him and Joey Porter jr. Uh, there's my analysis. Oh, the Raiders too, because they don't have much of anything.
0: So this next one, I'm kind of cheating here. It's not close to anywhere next on the top 100, but uh, Derrick Henry is set to be a free agent, and it's going. I genuinely am very interested to see what he and Saquon's market is because schematically, running the football should be coming back. But these guys have a lot of trail on their tires. We'll start with Derrick Henry. Uh, Alex, where do you think Derrick Henry ends up?
2: Baltimore. Um, <laughs> just because it seems like something they would do. I do want to say just uh briefly about Tyler's point about Floria's report about the cap or whatever. Um Brad Spielberger, who works at pff did like not directly refute that, but he did say that like he's pretty much heard that like the the over the cap projection projection is gonna be the number. So we'll see who wins that. Um But yeah, I think for Henry, Baltimore makes a lot of sense um, depending on like what the market is going to be. They don't really have anyone coming back that can do what Derrick Henry does. I mean, like their returning running backs are Justice Hill and Keaton Mitchell, who are both kind of like receivers slash pass protectors, like like their third down guys. Um, I think outside of that, like Again, like a contending team like Buffalo, I could see like taking a swing on something like that um, with Damian Harris hitting free agency. Um, Cincinnati, if they cut Joe Mixon, uh, just like replace him with Derek Henry at presumably less than an eight and a half mil cap number. Um, But yeah, I think like the Cowboys, the Cowboys could do that. They have no, they have no running backs under contract and it'd be a very Cowboys thing to do. that's actually my favorite one. Respect I'm Deuce Vaughn.
4: Bon. Respect Deuce Vaughn.
2: Deuce Vaughn is the Oopaloopa
0: that Josh <laughs> Allen was throwing, throwing to. No, he's the one he's he is, throwing. He is the he is the one Josh Allen was throwing. Kevin, since you brought up Oopalooza Deuce Vaughn, where do you think Derrick Henry ends up? The Houston Texans, because what is the really problem? And <laughs> <Enough>. dog. <laughs> They really He need already running back. tormented my team for like... Yeah, and he's going to do it again decade. for
4: the next like two years. Because their running back room is D- D- Davian Pierce and Devin Singletary. Like, that's fine.
2: Devin Singletary is a free agent.
4: So it's not Devin Singletary. It's <laughs> Davian Pierce. Go get a guy who could like go be the bell cow for a year. And I don't know. It'd be a fun fit. And it would torment JP for another two years. So it would be enjoyable for the rest of the podcast. AJ?
1: A team that we haven't brought up, I don't think, once uh, on the episode, um, but it would be a very them move, is the Philadelphia Eagles. I
0: was going to say, the Eagles would do this.
1: The Eagles would absolutely. like they the, Organizationally, they hate drafting running backs high, but they need something at running back. because De- DeAndre Swift was just not consistent enough. They don't really have a guy that can create those tough yards that Derrick Henry can. <laughs> So I I I don't necessarily know if it's a path they're going to go down just because they have so many different decisions they have to make and their cap space is already going to be tight enough as it is. But I do think it would be a very them move. And Derrick Henry could go to a, a contender.
0: Tyler?
3: I desperately want to see Kyle Shanahan... With Derrick Henry and how he would use him. I, I they don't need it. They don't
4: <laughs>
3: but I just think it would be fascinating. They to have Christian
1: McCaffrey, dude. No, <laughs> no, 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 hold on. I'm
3: I'm not saying it they would do it. I'm just saying I would like to see it because I think that some of the run game stuff that Kyle Shanahan could design for what Derrick Henry like is good at within the context of his offense, I think it'd be really, really fun to see. The
2: Texans run the same offense. You could have
3: just hit
0: <laughs> Texans. How are but, uh, they going to? How are they going to get Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Ayuk, Debo, and George Kittle all on the field at the same time? God, Tax fraud. Uh, <laughs>
3: the
0: they will listen, change the rules to get twelve
4: people on the field.
3: Listen, listen. They will play I, with four the, offensive I, linemen. Derrick
4: Kevin Henry. Schoen. They already they do. They already do. <laughs> They'll play with yeah. three.
3: I'm not. I'm not saying that it, it's. It's going to happen. It should happen, or they would even pursue it. I'm just saying, I would be fascinated by it. And you know what? We can say Houston runs the same offense. Like Bobby Slowick isn't the creative mind that Kyle Shanahan is.
4: You could have said Miami, like the run game coordinator for Shanahan for
3: four yeah, years. But no, <laughs> I, I, I would.
0: Yeah, they're not getting I, him. They have Mostert and H H They're not getting I him. Would, I say, would. Be, I, will say I would be. I would be very
3: fascinated by it.
0: Miami would be a pretty fun. Like if. Mostert and HN didn't play the way they did this past year. Miami would be pretty fun because they need kind of that. They need that hammer as a as a running as a runner, and that's not HN or Mostert for real. But I'm gonna get real dumb with mine. I'm gonna say Chicago Bears. I think um, you're not you're not selling me on Roshan Johnson and Khalil Herbert as your lead backs. I think if you're gonna bring in a rookie quarter rookie quarterback and with Shane Waldron as an to coordinator just bring, just bring in a hammer, bring in Derrick Henry. And you think about what the NFC is in terms of run game and opposing team's abilities to run the ball and getting downhill. It feels like the bears offensive line, they tried to do that, but Luke Getzey was not good at his job. So the offensive line is built to run the ball. Just go get Derrick Henry and run the piss out the ball and don't allow your rookie quarterback to make a lot of mistakes, or Justin Fields if they decide to go that way. If you get ju- if you keep Justin Fields, you should absolutely uh, sign Derrick Henry. But did anyone not go for Derrick Henry? I think everybody went. Uh, who's another one that we're gonna choose here? Uh, let's go ahead and do Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon Church. is. <sighs> I think Saquon is ultimately done in New York. I think the Giants should try and keep him around because that offense is bad without Saquon, and it's good with Saquon or passable with Saquon. But Saquon should not go back. Um, Kevin, where do you think Saquon Barkley ends up? The Tennessee Titans, though.
4: I think this is the spot for, like, Minnesota to go get a running back. Uh, If they want to go get a running back and – you know, have an adult in that room that is not Alexander Madison or Ty Chandler. Uh, they should probably go get someone like Saquon Barkley who can either take stress off of the young quarterback if that's the path they're going or help Kirk Cousins and build this like offense that is like insanely talented skill position wise with Justin Jefferson, uh, TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Edison. And then you get a running back there like that would be scary. Uh, yeah, I think those two
2: spots make a lot of sense. Alex, the Texans, um, <laughs> like kind of legitimately. You are trying of, to um, kill me. Yes. Um, I mean, like, kind of legitimately. Um, I think also like the Raiders probably. Um, Zemir White and uh, Britton Brown are the only two running backs under contract there. Josh Jacobs is a free agent. I don't really know what their plan is with Jacobs. I don't think they're going to franchise tag him a second year in a row. Um. It would also be really funny um for Giants fans if he went to the Cowboys. Uh, that I briefly, you know, I touched on with Derrick Henry. That would be really funny. Um Eagles very funny for the same reason. Um but yeah, I think he'll probably be a Houston Texan. Uh, uh, AJ, please don't say the Texans. Uh
1: I am not just I, I do like the idea of the Cowboys. Um I think that's a very funny for a lot of reasons there's just there's so many different spots he could go um i think i ultimately i, I kind of like his fit the most with the vikings of the names that we've kind of said but you know who also needs another dynamic running back
2: if you see the Rams i'm gonna kill you
0: i was okay. gonna say the I was gonna say right i was gonna say the rams I was going to say the Rams. I did not think, I wanted to see how it was, uh, I wanted to test it here because I was like, I think I should tweet it. But Saquon Barkley on the Rams would legitimately be very fun. Kyron Williams with a cool story, and I think he can be a good compliment. But Saquon gives you legitimate, like, home run threat explosion in the run game. And that's a really nice compliment to have when you're in an offense with an aging quarterback and an aging Cooper Cup, and that'd be really cool.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I wasn't going to say the Rams, but I'm glad you did. Um, what about the Carolina
0: Panthers? <laughs> I, I see it, but I also don't think the Panthers are ready right away to win any football games.
2: But I, I mean, they, I mean why, why would that stop Saquon Barkley? He played for the Giants for four years. That's why they. That's why it would stop him. Probably wants to win football.
0: He,
1: he wants to go to a winner. Is that your? Th- is uh-huh. what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah he wants to. It, it, to me, I just looked at like another team of teams that need like another dynamic rushing threat. I think Dave Canales is going to want to run the ball well, and Miles Sanders just was exactly. just struggled last year. And uh, so I, I think that is probably another set they're going to need. Uh, other than that, there's so many teams that it's just like, he could fit there. I don't know. He's he's going to be a very interesting one to watch.
0: So moving on to another. Wait, do of... I get to talk? No. No, because
2: you're going to say the Vikings. the Vikings. We figured you didn't have more input than that. Do you want, do you want to go? I do, go kind, to... I do
4: kind of want to hear his thoughts on uh, well, Barkley with Minnesota.
3: I have two. One of them is the Vikings. I spent... I, I across two shows on Monday, I made the case for the Vikings to end up going for Saquon Barkley. The one interesting thing is nobody really knows what Kevin O'Connell wants in a running back. The only thing that we can kind of gather so far is consistency and don't be an idiot, which uh, both All Alexander Madison right, so and, uh, yeah, and Ty Chandler. I think there's more reasons why I'm really, probably out. Yeah. Kevin, shut up. I'm trying to talk here. Um, the <laughs> other one. What what about the Washington Commanders? They have Brian Robinson. Yeah, they have Brian Robinson who's who's a fine back, but you're going to bring in a rookie quarterback and giving him a strong presence in the backfield that you can rely on. Gibson's a free agent, Kevin. So there's, there's a good chance he's not coming back. And I I think Robinson's fine, but Barkley is a massive elevation in comparison to what they have in the backfield and give your rookie quarterback somebody he can rely on.
0: Yeah. I, I think that makes sense. It would piss giants fans off. I do think the, uh, the Eagles will be very funny. I just, if any of the top running backs would be very funny cause that's such an Eagles thing to do. I think he's a better fit for what the Eagles want to do than Derek Henry because the Eagles are very much a shotgun run team. I don't think Derrick Henry is a shotgun running runner. I think he's an under center guy.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I don't think Jalen Hurts has taken a snap under center like, in his life. So I,
0: I That's a non-sneak? Well, that's A
1: non-sneak, yes.
0: A non-sneak. I don't think Jalen Hurts has taken a snap under center like ever. So <laughs> that's I, don't think that's a, I don't think that's a good fit for Derrick Henry. But Saquon? Yeah, you can talk me into that. You can talk me into that. Uh, a player that I didn't know was a free agent until I kept seeing him pop up on this is Tyron Smith. I have a really odd feeling about like all of this. It's been really quiet. I ultimately think he stays in Dallas because I think that's best for everybody. But AJ, if he ends up leaving, which I, I'd be surprised in, where do you think Tyron Smith goes? The
1: Los Angeles
2: Rams.
0: Oh, my it, God. Unironically, listen, they they sick. need
1: a left tackle. They did this with Andrew Whitworth.
2: We are putting right? you on medication. No,
1: listen, <laughs> look, it, it makes sense, right? They need a left tackle. They have the cap room to spend. The, uh, the ultimate goal is to keep Matthew Stafford as healthy as possible. They already did this bringing in an established older veteran in Andrew Whitworth, and that saw them go with, it, with the Super Bowl.
0: I I don't
1: think Tyron Smith leaves. But it does make sense.
0: I don't I don't think Tyron Smith leaves, but if he decides to, he should be the most shameless ring chaser of all time and sign with the Kansas City Chiefs. Donovan Smith is a free agent and was also not that That's great. Tyron Smith would legitimately be great. And you can basically just forget about the left side of the offense with him, Joe Tooney, and Creed Humphrey being that that side of the line. Uh, the Chiefs make too much sense if Tyra Smith decides he actually wants to win meaningful playoff games.
2: Alex? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really see any world where he's not just on the Cowboys again next season. Um, and like, the ring chasing options are like, there's not very many that are better than Dallas is to begin with. Um, like, obviously, like, Philadelphia, while also being like complete sacrilege, like doesn't need a tackle. <laughs> Um, like the bills are kind of set and on the left side of the line. At least you're probably not going to sign him to play right tackle unless you want to move Deion Dawkins to right tackle. But that seems like also kind of confusing. Um, the only one I guess I could maybe see is like the Bengals and you move Orlando Brown back to the right side and piss him off. Uh, but they like, did that gonna, last
0: time, and Jonah Williams didn't. Jonah Williams hated it.
2: Yeah, like so. Like, why are you gonna do that again? Um, I think he just ends up back in Dallas. So there's not really like another like good fit I can find for him. I don't really think.
3: Kevin,
0: well, or Tyler go.
3: No. New England, New England can afford to give him a bunch of money. They desperately need an uh. offensive tackle. I don't think they're gonna bring back Trent Brown. At least the kind of the vibes that I'm getting. So get But like is he going to go there to
2: there. win like six games?
3: Uh if you if he gets the bag. That's fair. He he signed a 7-year deal with the Dallas eight, Cowboys and he missed out on probably close to like 25-30 million dollars because he signed such a long deal. It was like 8 for 96. Like that's not a great deal. $12 million average annual value in 2022 is like 10 million under market.
0: that's jeremy grant money
3: yeah like if if they want to give him 18 to 20 million dollars over the course of like let's say three years because i think what tyron smith is 32 years old 33
4: 33.
3: yeah so you give him a three-year deal 60 million dollars it's overpaying but he'd probably take that
0: i'm just looking up how much how many nba players make 12 million dollars a year kevin go ahead because I'm st- I'm still looking.
2: Uh, Mike Conley
0: just signed a two year twenty two
4: million deal. Pretty sure, like the equivalent of like Trevor Reese is probably getting paid twelve. I know he's retired, but like the equivalent of it is probably getting paid twelve million. Um, uh, the Tennessee Titans because they need an offensive deal. To- <laughs> <laughs> I want to say the Texans, but they have Larry Tunsil. But it would have been really funny if I did. Um, no, I mean I think that he just ends up returning to. Uh... <clears throat> Excuse me, Dallas, uh, and then I think like New England or Kansas City it makes a lot of sense if he wants to go good be the God. most shameless
0: wing chaser of all time. $12 million a year in the NBA. You are basically uh, Robert Covington, uh, Kobe White, Jared Vanderbilt, and Robert Williams. That's, That's incredibly look. hilarious. It's, Tyron Smith is making the, the equivalent. Who's the worst player getting
4: paid $12 million? Is it Robert Covington? It's probably Robert Covington.
0: Like then you get into like Chris Boucher territory. He's making eleven million. Like that that's crazy to me. To answer
4: to answer your question, there are one hundred thirty two players making twelve million or more in the NBA.
2: Chris Boucher (laughs) making it's Octavian Wicks of basketball. (laughs) Oh, Marvin Bagley's
4: the worst. He gets paid twelve million to Lose a whole bunch of games.
0: (laughs) That's not his fault. He's not helping it. Oh, no, he's not helping at all. But uh, he's certainly not overall, like, hurting that much. Uh, Who else is a free agent that you guys like to talk about? Do we want to talk about Daniil Hunter? I think we should. Tyler, what do you think happens with Daniil Hunter?
3: Uh, Vibes are he's going to take the money. And... I know he wants to stay in Minnesota, but they're not doing anything with Daniel Hunter, or Justin Jefferson until they figure out Kirk Cousins. So that could be a major hindrance, especially if it goes into legal tampering period, where Hunter can actually have r- conversations with other other teams. And I think Hunter gets three years, $63 million. I don't think he gets much more than that, especially when you look at history of what third contracts are for edge rushers, even though. He's an abnormality because he's only 29 years old. Uh, I, I I think he's gone. I don't know who's going to give him the money, but I hope the Vikings can find a way to keep him because he is really, really fucking good. Alex, what
2: do you think happens with Daniel Hunter? I think he probably ends up back on the Vikings. Um, if he doesn't, I mean, like, we talked about a lot of like, the edge-needy teams Um He's someone that could like end up going to Carolina if they don't retain Burns, I guess. Um, just like Carolina's got a ton of money, uh, throw it at like if he's gonna if he's just gonna follow the money, then like go to Carolina and make twenty mil a year. Um, but other than that, I think like all the all the edge needy teams that we talked about, like Arizona or uh, Jacksonville or places like that, I think makes sense for him also. AJ.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with with these guys. I think I think Minnesota. It, it's going to be tricky to see like how all the cards stack up. Um, I do think another one that would be interesting if they don't bring Grenard back, the Houston Texans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have fun.
4: <laughs> I think we're having a blast. This is this is
0: basically like. God Actually, wait. Only. Hold on,
2: JP. Before you say anything, you know who else needs like a like an alpha tier edge rusher that like has a bunch of like B tier guys right now?
0: Is it the Colts?
2: The Tennessee it's Titans?
0: Indianapolis Colts? <laughs> yeah, it's the Colts. I I knew that one. I I felt but I knew that was coming.
1: My my real answer is the Detroit Lions would be incredibly funny to pair with Aiden Hutchinson and keep him in division. I think would would be a peak NFL content, and I would absolutely be here for it.
0: You know what? Screw it. Neil Hunter, you are a Jacksonville Jaguar. There's too much smoke here. There's far too much smoke with them wanting to trade for him in the beginning of the season, wanting to trade for him in the middle of the season. It's all They've always been connected. I think it ultimately happens, even if Josh Allen does end up re-signed or getting the franchise tag. I think Neil Hunter ends up a Jacksonville Jaguar. Kevin? Uh, the... Oof.
4: Because I was going to say the Texans unironically, but they've been taken. Uh, the 49ers make sense if they can make the money work, which I just don't think they can. Uh, they need to actually sign some football players. Um, the New England Patriots have the money if they want to.
2: <laughs> right.
4: if they, they want to do this. Uh, They're like the Atlanta Falcons. I think we mentioned them for other edge rushers but man that defense could use another one and he's pretty good at football but I, mean, I think it's up back in Minnesota in the end.
0: All right. Last one we're going to do and I say the funniest one for last. Russell Wilson. Let's go around let's go around the horn. Kevin, where do you think Russell Wilson ends up? The Pittsburgh Steelers. No, uh
4: yeah the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Uh, I think another one that makes a lot of sense is the Las Vegas Raiders. They've, they've already publicly come out and said that they're going to try to get another quarterback in the offseason. Uh, and so I, they have the cap space to make it work. And I do think it would be very funny to keep him in the AFC West and play the Broncos twice a year. So I'm absolutely with it. Tyler? I think uh, the
3: team that ends up with Russell Wilson is going to be the team that fails to land Kirk Cousins. The one interesting thing about Russell so Wilson's like, contract, it has offset language, so he could sign for the vet minimum and just stick it to the Broncos for cutting him. And then the they would Minnesota be on the hook Vikings. for the rest of that $37 million.
0: Minnesota Vikings quarterback Russell Wilson.
3: I really yeah. don't think... I, I'll, be, I'll also say this. I don't think the Vikings would have any interest he doesn't throw over the middle of the field that's like 80 percent of what the vikings do
0: now they have another minnesota jesus now they have more false prophets in the land of minnesota
2: um you know what else would be funny is uh you know we've we've been doing the, the bit the whole show you know like oh yeah you know like you could go you know like the titans or something no i think actually what will be funny is uh russell wilson jacksonville Jaguar.
0: And with that, I think we're going to call it here. Uh, you heard it here first. Russell Wilson is the next Minnesota Jesus. Uh, this was a really good Bible podcast, guys. We, yeah, we helped educate a lot yeah, of I hope people. You, I hope you all learned a lot about yeah. Christianity today. Uh-huh. This is a real good show. Um, of course, find this on Spotify, a podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Give us five stars.